0: So today on the podcast we have um we have somebody who uh, has this um, cause that he calls Liberation Leaf. His name is Patrick Bettis. Uh, it does a lot of stuff uh, trying to uh, influence or or try to, I guess yeah, influence legislation to uh, decriminalize marijuana, and it's um it's a cause that I think it, I think is relevant and I think is a necessary. Uh, a necessary step towards um, just kind of destigmatizing the entire drug, but I'm sure he'll elaborate a little bit more on this um, as we have this conversation. So, Patrick, we we appreciate you coming on today. And,
1: Thank you. And I appreciate you having us. me.
0: Yeah, no problem. Um, so, uh, I, one of the questions I, I was really interested in was like, what was your like first encounter with marijuana?
1: Okay, so growing up, marijuana was openly used in my family. Um, As a young person, uh, I was introduced by my family. Um, They were very open about it. My uncle, who um, is is basically the one who brought me to marijuana, had seizures, and he suggested for me to take marijuana um, because he had done it and and it worked for him. I went to the doctors and took their medicine, basically was a guinea pig, um, and the medicine never worked so then i decided to use marijuana and basically since then i haven't had a seizure it's been decades
0: um, were you like aware of like any like the drugs that they're trying to use in you have, as doctors was it like over the counter stuff or? it
1: was prescription medicine that mm-hmm. that they would use and, and and basically their new drugs and and, and were the guinea pigs and and basically, for me, it didn't work, mm-hmm. um, and I went through. I I think it was like five different prescription medicines, wow. and in, through the whole time, I continued to have seizures. So, now, like at the
0: at the time that you started using marijuana, did you have like any sort of outside like I like outside of the idea that like your uncle said, hey, you should use this. To smoke did you have like was there any sort of like perception of what marijuana was or was just like this just makes me feel better I don't like did you have any idea outside of that like people like the like one of the biggest arguments is that marijuana is like this horrible horrible thing did you have like any sort of idea of that when you first started using it
1: well, the stigmata for marijuana is basically from the older generation. They were shown and, and told that it's the devil's weed and that if you do if you do marijuana, you'll become um, uh, basically homeless in disparity. And people, people have basically brought this knowledge into the future with them, and they're ill-informed because if you do some research on cannabis marijuana, it's very simple for you to understand that this chemical is helpful in dozens of different ways. And it's unfortunate that people, you know, hold on to these old ideas that cannabis is the devil's weed or, you know, it's evil or it'll make you do horrible things because that's the furthest from the truth. Um,
0: I've I seen like with like just, like, just pretty recently, like, now people are starting to, like, alleviate some of that stigma and saying, okay, we'll allow for things like medical use, but it's still, it's still, like, a prevalent issue with people trying to criminalize those that use it, in really in small amounts.
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate that our government allows the legal system to, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to say this, but it, it, it's kind of scary to hear it like this, but it's ruining lives, mm. because... As younger people start to grow up into young adulthood, they're going to go and, you know, they're going to discover different things and they're going to, you know, they're going to try different things. And, you know, in my opinion, I would much rather have my children experiment with cannabis marijuana than with crack cocaine or heroin or even alcohol, for that matter, if you're looking at, like, the safety aspect. Yeah. so. So it's just all about a view of how you see things, and and Perception. then and then education. Yeah. you know, if people don't know, then
0: yeah, I I don't know. My my opinion is that just not necessarily just with weed in general, but I feel like so much of it is just fear-based. Like so many people just do not know the like the actual the actual effects of marijuana, and like what. Like like no like you've never heard the story somebody died from weed.
1: there's never been, there's never been that story. a recorded instance where somebody overdosed from consuming cannabis ever
0: yeah, and so like I see stuff like that, and I just think that that's like with everything but then you know, I see people try to demonize marijuana, but we have like this growing systemic issue within the medical like profession that there's an opioid epidemic with like over prescribing and people dying from overdose.
1: It's not just the opioids either. I mean, that's a, a very large issue in our country considering the amount of people who are prescribed mm-hmm. these drugs. And and, and, I, and I fully believe that some people need it, mm-hmm. but I don't believe that everybody does. And as far as the the pharmaceutical industry this is, this is a, a, a very touchy subject for them because if the truth about marijuana really gets out, mm. their industry is basically gonna go bankrupt because mm. it, it, you, if you get a choice mm. that either I could take this chemical that has no harmful physical side effects or I could take any one of these chemicals in pill form, and every one of them has a number of side effects that are ill to our, our health. So if you get a choice between the two, a majority of individuals are going to decide for the less harmful chemical, which is, in fact, cannabis marijuana.
0: Okay. Just to play devil's advocate here, do you, is there any foreseeable thing or side effect that marijuana can bring that, hey, let's say, yeah, that it is bad for you, is there any specific... Just marijuana just so people like can be
1: aware. Marijuana just like anything else hmm. can be harmful mm-hmm. and dangerous. Yeah. So it's very important for the education part for individuals who decide that they want to, you know, possess and consume chemicals that they understand the the dangers because again, it's a chemical. Yeah. And it does alter your state of mind. Yeah. And and it's important for people to understand that because if you eat too much broccoli, you can get sick. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the bottom line. So anything in moderation, proper moderation, can be helpful. But it can also be dangerous if used improperly, like I said. Yeah. People abuse things, and yeah, that's harmful.
0: Um, when did you, like, uh, at what point when you started, like, using it for for your seizures, what point did you realize, okay, this is going to be, like, a part of my, like, a bigger part of my life?
1: About six months after the seizure stopped. Really? It was pretty much that simple. I mean, I was an athlete as a young person. Um, I started getting, you know, like, recognizing that I was actually having seizures Mm -hmm. when I was in junior high. So I was very young when it started. And being an athlete, you know, and... And, and and I was like cross country okay, okay. and you're running you know you got to run uh, however far in the day and you wake up in the grass yeah. you don't know what's going on or what happened you know that's a very scary situation so when that stopped after starting consuming cannabis marijuana i knew that it would be a part of my life forever
0: okay and and obviously you 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 have your cause right now and you, it's called liberation leaf yep yeah when when did that ideas start to come into fruition like when did that idea start to become this is
1: awesome i love this part because the first action that i took was december 4th 2015 okay so my first action basically i went on the internet and i searched for companies that were doing what it is that i do we promote the legalization of cannabis marijuana And the way that we get legal cannabis marijuana in the United States is by voting. Mm -hmm. So we promote voting. Our whole thing is a majority of the voters in the United States are 50 and above. So what we're trying to do is take the control away from the older generation who is controlling our lives and put it into our own hands. And the way we do that is by using our voice. Our voice is our vote. So it's very important that the young generation understands the importance of being involved. So that's our whole thing. Basically, we want the young generation to be involved with voting. Mm-hmm. And once you see how easy it is to be involved and, and how fun it can be.
0: Yeah, to have a voice and be part of democratic society. Right.
1: Because democracy is basically all about voting yeah. and voicing your opinion. and and literally just being able to have that right.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is something that I believe we're born with. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And I mean, how have you, like, right now, been getting, like, that message out? Like, what have you been
1: doing? Okay, so basically, Liberation Leaf. what we do is is uh, recently in the past, like, since 15, 2015, we've been going around the country mm-hmm. and just getting the word out. And basically, we go to different events. We've been at... Um, Denver, Colorado's uh, 420 event. Mm -hmm. Two years in a row, we've been to the High Times Cannabis Cup. And basically, it's a personal interaction with individuals so that they can get that understanding at a level where it's like in a cellular level. You you experience it. You don't just hear it. You're experiencing it. So you remember this for the rest of your life. And basically what we do is we take these interactions – we implant it into someone like the seed of, of love. And we have them go and spread it to their friends.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we've been going all over the country and I came up with this idea that I would get to the collegiate level. Okay. So and so this is my first campus. I, I'm a former student here. I'm a at COD. Uh, I spent four years here, changed my life as an adult student. Mm-hmm. Um, It raised my income, it raised my confidence, it raised my awareness and it also raised my ability to be able to not only do the things that I want to do, but understand that I can do these things, which is real important because in order for me to be able to do what I do, which is talk to people all day, strangers, you know, and, and, and try to make them feel comfortable to listen to what I have to say Mm -hmm. because not everybody's for marijuana. Yeah. And we're okay with that, even if you're against marijuana, we want you to vote. Even if it's against us, yeah. we want you voting. That's the importance of this whole thing. It's, yeah. it's marijuana is is a tool that is getting the attention of the young generation mm-hmm. to get involved.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, and I think that like confidence <laughs> and belief is such a big thing, not only with with, with um, just everyday stuff, but like your bigger goals and a lot of people I think in society just don't have like absolutely don't, well just don't have that base
1: they weren't taught yeah. and, that, and that's I, I believe that's part of the gap that we're missing in our education because as young 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 people in elementary school they should be cultivating that
0: yeah
1: instead of just cramming the book down everyone's throat which is important everybody needs to be educated but and be able to read obviously right reading and writing and mathematics and but science and social and, and it's all very important yeah there's more to it you know and and it's cultivating the inside person like mm-hmm. that that the being inside of us which everyone's different and and allowing people to be themselves and be able to express themselves and i mean as a society i believe we're coming around when i went to school mm-hmm. Back in the 80s and the early 90s it was a lot different mm-hmm. and I was really worried about starting college because of my memories of school it wasn't a very pleasant situation okay. and when I got to college I came to COD and I realized that it's a different world mm-hmm. and it helped me to understand that it's time mm-hmm. now is the time because with technology and education and awareness and, and just the openness of people being able to be what they want, yeah. Now we actually can make some difference. Okay,
0: and um, and, and like when, when you got to that point, and now that you you have you know you have your cause, you're, you're doing all this. How have you like adjusted to that, like personally?
1: It's changed my life immense, uh, immensely. Um, and, and how have I adjusted to it? Basically. I had a vision of what I have always wanted in my life and that's to be able to go places and do things and see and, and meet people and Liberation Leaf has done that for me. I'm able to go wherever I want and do pretty much whatever I want to do and it's in a business aspect. Yeah. So it, it's, a, it's a double advantage. I get to go and travel and meet new people and it's a write-off.
0: Man, well, I mean...
1: It's awesome. Yeah. I mean...
0: What, where are some of the places that you've gone? Because obviously the town's really awesome.
1: Oh, it is awesome. And, and man, I can't even tell you exactly all the places we went, but I'll just kind of ramble some off. just to, yeah. you know. I mean, obviously we've been to Denver. We went to the 420 Rally two you know, years.
0: Have you been to Boulder at all? I'm just curious.
1: I have not been to Boulder, but... Yeah. Colorado is beautiful.
0: Oh, yeah, it is. I've been there a couple times. It's
1: so beautiful. And and we've done just simply just driving through, like, to California and just absorbing the scenery. And then we've gone to the city and we've talked to the people and we've yeah. been to shows and concerts and, you know, different venues. And and it, it's been a very positive response. Yeah. Um, people are very interested and, and not only interested but willing to take action yeah. because... Uh, and this isn't everyone, and I know that, but yeah. a majority of the people that we encounter... Excuse me, I'm so sorry. majority of the people that we encounter are looking to be able to possess and consume cannabis without the fear of being arrested. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and and having fear in your life takes away the joy and the beauty of love. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I don't it's, At some point, I, I've always thought the, there's some aspects of fear, yes, it's a necessary thing, but it gets to the point now where it inhibits a lot of people's, like, like willingness to experience things, and I feel, and my, my whole thing is, like, why don't we just let people, like, you know, try marijuana, you know, there's, there's a good chance that not a lot of people are going to like it, it's mm-hmm. fine. But the idea that it's like this horrible, horrible thing that we don't want anyone to ever try. I know Pineapple Express had that like funny opening scene where they like they're doing like in the area like ninety nine where like no one it's like this top secret thing. They they like the guy was like, go. They thought he was going and saying, CE had smoked some weed, and like they had like this perception like this this horrible thing no one should ever be using and it. It's just ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I think I think and and this is just what I believe uh, and and I think that. Our government is so afraid to allow people to use cannabis marijuana for a few different reasons. Uh, obviously, it's the stigma of, oh, look how this person was when they were on drugs. Hmm. You know, and they're acting erratically and all this kind of behaviors. And you know what? I'm sure there's some people that have acted like that. Yeah, but,
0: you know, we also legalize alcohol, and people are like pretty stupid when they use that.
1: Right, so, and if you want to compare, you know, cannabis to alcohol, I mean, like I said before, there's never been a known instance where someone overdosed on cannabis. Yeah. Yet every year there's thousands and thousands of deaths.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm more likely to want to eat something before I have more cannabis, so. Right, yeah, exactly.
1: right, and then, you know, it, it, the facts are is cannabis is... Cannabis is a substance that can be used for many different things as far as medical. Um, And and people who need medicine should not have to be prescribed and and not be given a decision to take something that isn't as harmful as the prescription drugs. Like pharmaceutical drugs kill more people than alcohol. Pharmaceutical drugs kill more people than crack.
0: So, um and in, in terms of like like your message and what you're talking about right now, uh, would how do you like personally handle like like I, I like I remember when I like I first like met you and you had like, you had your setup you at your table and you you know, you were getting your message out and it was really cool and I, like, it like that was awesome. I walked how do you how do you handle like encountering people that are just like on the other side of the argument that are just not for it?
1: Well, those are my favorite people to encounter because the devil's advocate is always the, the individual who is going to point out the things that can happen that are negative. Mm-hmm. And it's very important to know both sides. It's not just a, a grandiose, lovely world because everybody smokes cannabis and we're all in this euphoric state and wonderful. You know, Some people are against it, and it's okay that they're against it. And the reason that they're my favorite people is because they're against it, but they're ill-informed most of the time. So when you start busting out facts and educational information, Mm -hmm. it's easy for us to persuade them so that they can understand that what they thought was so dangerous Mm -hmm. may not be as dangerous as they were told. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, not everybody agrees, even though, you know, you show them the facts, they're still just blinded by Mm -hmm. what it is they believe. And that's okay, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, mean, that's with anything, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, now I I did a little bit of research. I did go on the site mm-hmm. and r- I read up on that. I did see some of the merchandise. Now I saw the pin that said Amendment sixty four. What's that?
1: Okay, Amendment sixty four is the the bill that the residents of the state of Colorado voted for. Okay. Okay, Amendment sixty four basically, someone who's twenty one or older can possess and consume cannabis marijuana as long as it's within as long as it's within the legal. Uh, laws, yeah. basically. So it's similar to alcohol um, in in regards to the laws. So you have to be 21. You can't smoke and drive. Um, they don't want you smoking in public. You know, you can't walk down the street and smoke a joint. Yeah. You know, I mean, respecting people in, in public, you know, it's just very simple stuff. And then the main thing is just keeping you away from children. Okay. Which yeah, this understand. is all a no-brainer.
0: Yeah, that's like that's pretty common sense. It's like a, a no-brainer,
1: to a right? Which you know, unfortunately, nowadays and and probably in the past as well, those things have happened. Yeah, and 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 unfortunately, you can't stop that one hundred percent. People are going to do what they're going to do. Yeah, and when those things happen, it's it's a matter of being very strict on you know, you have a regulation here, and if you're not going to follow the law, be prepared to pay the consequence.
0: Yeah.
1: People have to understand that just because, oh, we can smoke weed doesn't mean that, you know, you run around town, you know, doing whatever it is. Yeah,
0: there's, I mean, there's got to be some level of responsibility to it because we, I mean, we're feeling, this is, I mean, this is something that's been fought, like, starting to that has been fought for for a while now and like, over 100 years we've been fighting this yeah exactly so when we like we, we get something this is we don't want like few like a couple of outliers to like ruin it for everybody
1: and that, and that kind of thing is happening right now um unfortunately like you know there are people who don't have the respect that's needed to be responsible and you know like in Denver this year when we went to the 420 rally You know, it's right there by the, in front of the Capitol and it's like a really nice area and, you know, people are being disrespectful by throwing their trash on the ground and, you know, just a lot of ignorant, maybe, maybe, yeah, ignorant actions. I mean, you know, you're not being respectful and and understanding that there's repercussions. Whatever we do to the web, we do to ourselves.
0: Hmm.
1: So if you, if you want people to respect you and, and, you know, accept that you're different and you wanna have things a certain way, you have to respect that for them as well. Mm. And not everybody does it. And, you know, that's part of what's going on in Denver right now. Um, you know, they have legal recreational marijuana and, you know, it's not just one person. There are many people who are, are doing these things and it's and, and the repercussions of that is they're trying to take away The ability to have these events in public, so and and it's a big deal. And then you know, just because you vote Amendment Sixty Four gets voted in and you're allowed to possess and consume, doesn't mean it's gonna stay that way. Yeah. So like, they made this law; they can write up a new one and take that law out.
0: Yeah.
1: And you can no longer do it. So if people aren't aware and understanding that your actions are gonna affect your future, because this is important you know, they could take the right away to be able to possess and consume cannabis. And all it takes is a vote. And if young people are going to go out and do the things that they want to do, they need to be involved. And that's why we express so heavily the voting aspect. We've been going back to Colorado and Denver and talking to the people and and letting them know that you have this now, legal marijuana, but they can take it away. So we have to keep voting. Yeah. I mean... It's not a permanent thing. Yeah. They can take it away.
0: Yeah, and and I don't know, I, I've seen not only Denver. I don't know if you've, if you've had any experience in Seattle maybe. So in no, Washington state has legalized it.
1: Yes, Washington state has legalized it and it it's not as big of an issue out there. Okay. As far as like the traffic. Like a lot of people like since they legalized cannabis marijuana in Colorado, like 250,000 people a year move to the state. Really, and their, excuse me, their, their, um, the revenue that they make from people traveling to their state mm-hmm. has jumped drastically. Okay, but in in Washington State is not as prevalent. Because people are focused on Colorado, it's in the middle of the country. It's easy to get to. It's cheaper beautiful. to fly there. It is beautiful. It doesn't rain as much. Yeah, it's um, a
0: little bit depressing over in Seattle. I'm I'm not sure, but I, I'm I'm I i am i do not know the exact number, but I'm I'm, not, I'm I think I remember reading somewhere that like the dep- rates of depression were higher in Seattle than they are. The
1: they are, and there's you know many different reasons why that is, okay. and and I'm hoping that with. With the legalization of recreational cannabis marijuana, we can, you know, maybe not alleviate fully those issues, but you know, kind of help some people so that they're not so depressed and being able to, you know, like when I use cannabis, hmm. I use it to introspect, yeah. and basically what that means is I'm looking inside of myself. Yeah. Okay, I, I'll smoke and consume a little bit of cam, cannabis, and then I'll, I'll look at myself in the mirror or just ask myself from within. You know, what's wrong? What is it that I need to adjust? What in my life do I need to, you know, take a look at so that I can better myself? And with these kind of tools, you know, uh, people who, who are depressed may be able to help themselves in some of these aspects because a lot of times when people are depressed, they're not paying attention to why they're depressed. So, the importance is really you know getting to know yourself and cannabis marijuana is, is i believe is and can be a tool for people to do this, and it's important to be able to know yourself in order to help yourself yeah. so like we've been to washington state it's beautiful, the people are wonderful, we had a wonderful experience being there and and <clears throat> Maybe it's just where we went. You know, we didn't encounter a lot of those people who were, you know.
0: Yeah, it's a little more. It's a more little more left leaning out in Seattle, or Washington State area.
1: Right. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it, people are feeling depressed all over the place, and right. and, and yeah. you know, it, it's something that needs to be addressed. And and again, we can touch this pharmaceutical issue as far as depression, and you know, there's a lot of people in our country that actually. You'd be surprised how many people in our country take antidepressants.
0: Oh no, it's it's, it's a staggering number. I mean,
1: it's epidemic. While,
0: for, yeah, for a while I had. I, I remember I, I I was about it was about a year or so ago where I, I went to. Um, I originally I wouldn't wanted to go to a psychiatrist. I remember I'd gone to like some counseling and stuff and. Whatnot, but I remember I went like, all right, let's let's try something different. So I went to a psychiatrist. I remember walking in like the first day, and I talked about some like some of what I was feeling, and all that. And I thought I, I thought it was going to be like, all right, we're going to talk about this stuff. Like the first day, the guy prescribed me something. It was an antidepressant. I took it maybe me once or twice, and I'm like, I don't like the way this feels. I'm not taking this anymore. I'm not going to sedate myself into a feeling, into a way that like is considered normal behavior because it's ridiculous. I'm like, I'm just going to figure the, like I'm going to figure this out about it. Like there has to be a better way than this.
1: And I believe there are better ways than
0: that. Cause I mean, it's just like I walk in, and it's like the guys like, I talk, like I tell him what I'm feeling, and then he hands me a prescription. I'm like, and then he's like, I'll see you next week. I'm like, what?
1: But there was no help.
0: There was. I didn't. Like I. I never once felt help from that person.
1: Yeah, and that's unfortunate because yeah. it's, it's 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 really it's more than just America.
0: I mean, Cause I mean, I mean, it's there I and, and I walked away like like walk away like from that feeling like. There's a lot of people that would keep going back to that person.
1: Millions of people yeah. are every every day.
0: Yeah, they're just they're just gonna accept the fact. Okay, I'm depressed. This is what I do now. I'm gonna take this pill, and hopefully I feel better. And it's just it's, I don't know. For me, like that, that to me is de- like that's depressing. That's depressing. Me. Yeah. That
1: is depressing. Yeah. That's the that's the that's the outcome, and that's that's what's gonna alleviate or that's the remedy. Need-
0: People don't realize that they have the free will to say, I, like, I don't need to do this to feel better. i got to figure out my, like, i got to figure out what the problem is rather than someone else telling me it.
1: Exactly. And that's what the introspection is for. Yeah. Uh, I, and I, you know, aside from, you know, using it to, you know, alleviate the seizures, and I've been using it to, to do the introspection. It, it's helped me grow substantially yeah. throughout my life.
0: Yeah. I don't know my my whole thing with like not necessarily with marijuana it's just for anything with like with alcohol or anything like I, I don't I don't drink much I don't I don't smoke I don't do that like I don't I don't even smoke marijuana I, I feel like a lot of that is just it's derivative of this feeling for me like of needing to be in control I don't know what that like where that comes from um, I don't know if you've ever met anyone like that but it's just I feel like, like doing that and sedating like that like feeling set like I usually feel. I don't. I don't like the idea of doing that because I don't. I have like this internal need to like feel in control. I don't know what
1: that is. Well, basically, you know, our our first instinct is to survive. Yeah. And so basically, what our bodies and our basically our mind does is, it it, basically just sits and waits, unconsciously sits and waits for things that could potentially end our existence and whenever those types of things are encountered your brain goes to work and says you know here's fear get away from that or yeah. you know this kind of thing so the control part i believe is is your awareness is so strong that you know that there's so many bad things out there that can happen you're not willing to take a risk yeah for these bad things to come into your life mm-hmm. and that's a wonderful thing there's nothing wrong with wanting to be in control of your life yeah it's when people take that control mm-hmm. and start to use it on other people. Yeah. That's where the bad part of control yeah, it's is.
0: Just, it's, that's never been my thing. I've always... My, my idea is, like, I worry about myself and I can, can become responsible for my actions.
1: The more you yes. grow in a positive way, the more you'll help the people around you. Yeah. And, and that's just what I believe. Mm-hmm. We need to grow throughout our lives and... And, and do some of that. Uh, actually, also, I also wanted
0: to ask about the... Um, like, obviously, you, you know, you're, you're doing a good job of getting your message out. Um, did you have, like, is it anyone other than you? Like, do you have a staff, maybe, or?
1: Well, I started this thing out, um, basically, there's three of us that, that put effort into action. Okay. It's myself, my significant other, Allison, and her brother. So, my brother-in-law, mm-hmm. um, he's been there, basically, since December 4th. I called him up and I was like this is what I'm going to do you know and he's just like what he's in Arizona he lives right outside of Phoenix okay. and they have medical marijuana there so it's like you know we're in contact of you yeah. know we're, you know, trying to take that next step into recreational mm-hmm. so when I contacted him he was like oh yeah let's do this you know he's mm-hmm. like 100% in um, he basically got on the internet and started doing due diligence which is research mm-hmm. and you know I did the same and And basically, it's been the three of us. Um, I have a couple of people that, you know, spread the word physically. Like, they come to my table, you know, I explain what we do. They get super excited. They grab a bunch of buttons, give them to their friends, send their friends over, you know, and that kind of thing. You know, normally, you know, when people are willing to go and spread them, take that extra step. You know, I have a lot of, like, shirts and flags, and we do buttons, and, um, you know, we try and sell the stuff, but that's really not the focus. Yeah, I give the stuff away. I just want people to know how important it is to be involved. So when someone does and goes that extra step, I just give them stuff, yeah. you know? And, and for us, that's good because if I give you a shirt and you like it, you're gonna wear it. Yeah. So everybody who sees you wearing the shirt is gonna say, oh, cool, where'd yeah, you get that? Cool shirt, yeah. So, I mean, like you went on the website and you saw that we have these products on the internet, but we don't focus on the money. Okay. we're not looking for money mm-hmm. we're looking for voters we're looking for people who are passionate and willing to take action and help us to change America because yeah. people are going to smoke pot mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate that when people do smoke pot they get arrested or, or potentially can get arrested we, we don't want that because young people who get arrested affects the rest of their lives and their families' lives and you know someday they'll have children and they got you know jobs and all this kind of stuff and it's very important to be able to to know that you're not looking over your shoulder all the time
0: yeah you know like trying to you know put out the smell and you
1: know, we're hiding from big brother yeah you know, like that's you know.
0: like I've never liked the idea like the big government itself which is a different argument for a different day mm-hmm. but it's just, like, the idea that, like, I constantly have to be on the look at, like, if, like, let's say, like, like, I'm, like, I, you know, I have, you know, I've had friends that have had, you know, drug, you know, drug paraphernalia, like, they have their bongs, and, you know, they just can't have that sitting out because that's, that's an issue.
1: It is an issue. Like,
0: like, I, I just, I've never felt like that should be an issue, but for some reason it is.
1: Especially when you're in your home and it's an issue. Yeah. You're in the privacy of your home and, say, you want to smoke a joint you can't have the joint and the ashtray sitting on the table while you watch TV because what if someone comes over? Or like here's part of a loophole that is kind of like, for me, I look at it and it's like, okay, we got a problem here. So the law says in recreational marijuana, we can consume and possess, but we shouldn't be around children. We can't go into public. So what if we're adults and we have a family and we're supposed to go hide in the bathroom
0: I mean, my suggestion's always been in the basement, but not everyone has a basement. Right. So obviously now, that's a pretty near right. suggestion for
1: me. Right. So, and and that, and that's a realis- That's a realistic answer. Um, you know, I when I consume, I like to stay in private because I don't want to, you know, push that on to other people.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I'm promoting voting.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm promoting voting for cannabis. Yeah. But I'm not going to push cannabis on you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not going to try and get you to smoke cannabis. I'll actually tell you don't smoke cannabis, okay? If you don't need it, don't use it. It's pretty simple.
0: So then what would you say for, like, recreational use for people that are on the fence?
1: If you're on the fence, get educated. Mm-hmm.
0: That's it. Well, like, like, in terms of use, like, where someone says, like, like, give like, like you an example, like, oh, like, I want to try it, but I'm, I'm, I don't know. No. Like, you get that person. Like, there's always that, like, one person. Like,
1: I don't really know. There's a lot of people that come to my table who've never tried marijuana. They're not against it. They don't know if they want to try it. Mm-hmm. And when those people come, basically I say the same thing that I just said. You, you need to be educated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, some random person just going to go and experiment for no reason just, just to try it. There is no purpose for them to be smoking it. They're just, in parentheses, experimenting. Yeah. So I don't encourage people who've never smoked to smoke. Mm. I encourage people who are interested in the benefits of consuming cannabis mm. to smoke.
0: Okay.
1: So it's like, learn about it, understand what it is, and then if you don't need medicine, you shouldn't be smoking it. If you're, and this is my own personal thing, if you're not looking, cause I use it for introspection again, it's yeah. all about like personal growth for me. Yeah. If you're not looking to grow in that aspect, you shouldn't be messing with it. Because like, you know, the stigmata of marijuana being the gateway drug, mm-hmm. it, it's a lot of that comes from young people experimenting without a purpose, just trying it. So then they okay. get it in their mind that, oh, I can experiment, I'm gonna try marijuana okay, marijuana, it, it didn't kill me and all this stuff. So in like a psychological aspect, they're thinking drugs aren't that bad. Yeah. So what does that mean? Now, since in parentheses, the gateway drug, so since you tried marijuana, now some people decide, oh, I want to you know, experiment with something else. Next thing you know, they're smoking crack or doing heroin or something like that. These are the people who really need the education because if you have seizures, it's a no-brainer. You need medicine. If you have cancer, you need medicine. Yeah. You know, if you have glaucoma, you need medicine. Yeah. You know, It's very simple stuff. But when it comes to the recreational aspect of it, I'm very passionate about having it legalized, but it's very important about the education because people shouldn't just be going and trying substances. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, it's a chemical it changes your your perspective it, it it i mean it does some things to your brain that is that is helpful but you need to be aware of of okay when i consume this what's the next step am i just going to sit there and veg out and then become a pothead and never do anything yeah this is this is the part where we want to stop those kinds of things from happening because again with moderation and then let's have a purpose yeah Need a purpose.
0: Um, well, well, lastly, one of the things that I want us to talk about was uh, you, have, you were talking about earlier. Was um, when, when, even when I first met you, was uh, you said you had a persona called Uncle Dan?
1: Uncle Dan, yes. So, Liberation Leaf, we promote the legalization of cannabis, and Uncle Dan is a spin off of Uncle Sam. Okay. So, basically, I'm dressed up in red, white, and blue with the green accent of the marijuana leaf. And basically, it's it's a it's an eye getter. People see it and they become interested, Um, and and that's basically, you know, Uncle Dan is an educational figure. When you meet Uncle Dan, you will be informed about you know the different aspects, good and bad, of cannabis marijuana. Basically. Uncle Dan goes around and promotes voting mm-hmm. um, we We focus on the importance of being involved mm-hmm. and and if cannabis, marijuana is the tool that needs to be used to get young voters voting, mm-hmm. then that's what that's what we'll do yeah. and uncle dan is is basically just a tool for us to get attention. Yeah. We want people to see. And learn and understand, and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun.
0: Um, also, um, well, okay. Well, really, this what I wanted to ask was about um, like voting and how. How How have you gotten, like, more so? Like, how have you gotten individuals to like to vote? Like, how, like, obviously they're aware, but like, once like, like I can be aware, like that. Okay, I need to vote. But, like, the, the important thing is, okay, now what do I do? How do I get, how am I able to vote? What do you usually do? In okay. That? What's
1: so, basically, we have events, and we get, you know, a big crowd <laughs> of people together, and it's all about education and voting. So, the first thing we do is, once we get everybody together, is we have everybody get their cell phone out. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then we have everybody go on to vote.org. Okay. And it takes two minutes to register to vote. So, so basically, everybody registers its name, address, and email, basically. And once you do that, you, you're sending the email to the government. Then they, they return an email telling you where your location is to vote. So basically, what we do is we get everybody together. We get them registered to vote. And once you see how easy it is, we ask you to tell your friends to register. So we're building our voting pool of young millennials in preparation for when we get the referendum on the ballot for recreational marijuana. So basically, it's a three-step process. We get you together. We get you to register. Mm -hmm. Once you see how easy it is, we ask you that's step one. Mm -hmm. Once you register and see how easy it is, we ask you to get your friends to do it. Once you get, you know, and and say if you get a 1,000 people to register at your first event and then they go and tell one friend, that's 2,000 people. And then if everybody does it again, that's 4,000 people. So you could see how this will grow really quickly, especially with people who are very interested and willing to take action. So that's step two. And then step three is once it comes time to vote, you got to vote. Yeah. I mean, you could talk all you want. Yeah. And I could talk for 20 years, but if I never do anything, we're still in the same spot. Yeah. The importance is education, registration, action. Yeah. And once you understand how easy it is and how fast the change is made, mm-hmm. it gets exciting.
0: All right, man. Well, uh, we appreciate you coming on. There's a lot of great stuff that you're talking about. If you guys can, yeah, go, go and make sure you get registered to vote and, um, you know, help, help this man promote his cause because I think, think it's, a, it's a cause that I, I think once uh, talked about is a, is a topic that we can at least start to understand.
1: Absolutely. Thanks All again right. for having us.
0: All right. That was, uh, that was a fun conversation I had with, um, with Patrick, and um, I, I think this is a, a topic that we as a society are starting to come around on a little bit, um, I, I, I think that people are, are, are I think as as we start to the voting base is is getting away from the uh, the idea that that uh, marijuana is this this evil evil drug um, or in, in that sense of the word that it's used to like control your mind and, and uh, these these false narratives about it as, as we move away towards this stuff I, I feel like we're gonna be more educated on it and I, I do. I, he's one of the more, I guess, a uh, moderate um, marijuana advocates that I've met, and, and he's and I won't even say marijuana advocate because I mean I was talking with the guy, um, even um, off the air, he's talking about my my mission is not about weed, although that is it is simply an extension of what my goal is, and that is to get people to vote on something, and whether it be. Um, you know, just simply registering for you know for things like the things that they put on ballot on the ballot, like things like adding the sixty uh, fourth amendment over in uh, Colorado, but and and I, I think that's it's it's a wonderful way to to approach the situation simply because okay. I I think that is it is marijuana a a an issue that we've been talking about for quite a while yes absolutely but at the same time I think that him and, and his ability to to shift the the thinking or the paradigm in, in this topic uh, with with um, with the marijuana situation and, and making it about voting and getting getting people proactive within their community within a, a democratic society I think that'll that'll help a great deal because it'll you know the initiation of this uh, of proactive citizens will will I guess eviscerate a lot of um, hopelessness that people feel about the system because uh, you look at the numbers people aren't voting and it's it's a sad situation and it's it's something that I you know I I'm strongly believing that we as a people have to if we want to initiate change we as a people have to start voting. And I, I thought he did a great job of uh, of illuminating that, that topic as well as as well as well as the, um, the, the the recreational use of marijuana as well. I um I think I I think he he alluded to it. Um, but it, and I'm I'm talking about it now. But using using marijuana as an extension for, for uh for informing people about their right to vote even though it sounds like an absolutely idiotic thing to have to say that you have to inform people about their right to vote, but encouraging people to try to make a difference and and to get rid of this this false sense of hopelessness within a democratic society because we have the opportunity. Whether or not we win or lose, we have that right, and I feel like it it is a cause in, in, in starting to... Encourage young people Because he, he talked about it Young people aren't voting And his 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 system You know he talked about His his brother-in-law with him But Him Creating that cause And Or creating His network And all that And getting people And going out And creating events And getting people to vote That's the important thing Well Alright guys Um we appreciate you listening this week It was a lot of fun I, I actually really am appreciative of Actually, I, I, I had originally Didn't have this guest um, signed up But I had met him last week um, at school and I talked about – I, I saw his da- – uh, not a desk, but, like, his little setup that you have, like, on college campuses. You have, like, the table. They have the representative. <clears throat> Pardon me. But um, you have, like, the representative. And I, I met the guy, and he just we – were, we were talking, and he was talking about, you know, what he was doing and getting people to vote. And he's talking about how um, marijuana helped him and, and – and, is epilepsy and all that, and it just he seemed like an interesting guy because I originally didn't have him uh, set up for this slot this week. Um, it came at a great time because we had um you know we we had some scheduling issues with uh, with a guest, so uh, it was really uh, really convenient for us and it was just um, a wonderful coincidence because he was a uh, it was a great conversation. He was a guy that he clearly has a, a noble cause. Well, all right, guys, we appreciate you listening. As as always, uh, you should follow us on SoundCloud. Subscribe to us on iTunes at The Courier Presents with the uh, colon
1: after it. All right, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.